Welcome to Finding Wilder, the podcast. I am your host, Michaela Jean. Thank you so much for being here. I am an intuitive life coach, a spiritual mentor, and a writer. I am passionate about channeling arts into this world and sharing stories of those living interesting lives here on planet Earth. I believe we are all so wild in our own ways, and I absolutely adore sharing stories of people following their intuition and living lives that they truly dreamt of and have brought into reality. I am the author of two books, Finding Wilder and Wilder Daily. I offer one-on-one intuitive coaching, and I have new workshops coming soon. You can find out more on my website, michaelajean.com, M-I-C-A-Y-L-A-J-E-A-N.com, or find me on Instagram at michaela.jean. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Finding Wilder. I'm Michaela Jean. I'm really happy you're here. Happy 2024. We've just scooted our way through the timeline hop of 2023 to 2024. Whether or not you believe time is real, we have indeed boogied our way through a transition as we do as we do every year we move from one year to the next and today i am excited to chat with you a little bit about what i've felt coming through for me for this next year of 2024 You may know I channel messages for the year ahead. So, for example, in 2022, I channeled daily messages for the year of 2023. I have an Instagram account called Wilder Daily, where I share these daily channeled messages. And I actually just turned this last year into my first edition of Wilder Daily Books. And you can find it on the internet for now or DM me if you'd like me to send you a copy, if you'd like to purchase a copy, but you can search Wilder Daily Michaela Jean and you should find it. You can also go on to my Instagram at Michaela.jean or at Wilder Daily to find out more. But my point in sharing that is, A, because I'd love for you to buy my book and support Wilder Daily, but more importantly, because as I've begun channeling the messages for each day in this year of 2024, or as I've gone through that process, there have been some themes that I have started to notice. And... I feel excited to talk about some of those because it's always fun to it's always fun to share and hear and feel into what we are all individually and collectively moving through and interpreting as our own spiritual guidance or our own internal 
experience, our own external experience, while I believe we are all on such individual journeys that are all so beautiful and unique in their own ways, I also believe that we are on a pretty cool collective adventure as well from the beginning of time. Here we are (laughs) continuing on and we are all in this together. So if you think about especially some of the more potent recent years, um, it's very clear that we have all gone through some similar feelings, experiences, emotions, heartaches, grief, different evolutions have been so apparent. Different evolutions of the human experience have been so apparent, especially in the last few years as we've collectively gone through some pretty big stuff. So I think it's always fun to share not so much my predictions for 2024, but a little bit of an energetic forecast, if you will, for what's been coming through for me for the year ahead. And maybe you feel similarly. But before I hop into that, I did want to take a moment to briefly touch upon this past year, 2023, the year that we've just moved through. And as I'm recording this now, it is we are just nearing the the end of a cycle of the year of 2023. And if I think back to the beginning of 2023, the end of 2022, I'm not sure about you, but I often have a word or a phrase that comes through to me in preparation for the year. It's usually pretty intuitive and it it just comes to me at during a a moment in time and just kind of pings on through and I feel it and I hold it and it feels really true and potent for me in the moment as what I feel will be a pretty big theme moving into the next year. And this last year, 2023, the word that came to me towards the end of 22 was strength strength in my body, strength in my mind, strength in my my heart and my spirit. The word strength was really coming through strong for me. And I do know that a really big part of this for me was finding strength in my body. If you are anything like me, maybe you have struggled for seasons in your life feeling not just strong in your body, but comfortable in your body, confident in your body, safe in your body. And I am somebody who growing up was incredibly athletic, was always playing a sport, played three sports Every year in high school was just always an athlete. And looking back, I see how such a gift that was for for many reasons. For, of course, the community and the teamwork and the discipline and the 
ability to learn how to win and lose and to fall down and get back up and to have to be somewhere on time and to have to work together and to listen and to learn and to learn how to be poised under pressure, to be able to show up when you're angry or you're not feeling your best, to be able to use that strength and that grit and that determination and that loyalty to come together as a self and as a team and to experience a lot of things that I don't think I would have experienced or learned without being an athlete, without having sports in my life, without having teams in my life, without experiencing what it's like to cheer on and be cheered on, what it's like to make goals and reach them, what it's like to support and be supported, what it's like to see people you love and care about and admire cheering you on and cheering on people that you love and admire and care about and are inspired by. There's a lot of gifts that come with sports. And like I said, looking back, I feel so grateful for so many of those lessons that I learned through different sports and activities growing up. And for much of my life after high school and college, I continued to be super athletic. I was a pretty avid hiker for a while. I was a very avid swimmer, gym goer, runner, skier, always doing something athletic and quote unquote staying in shape. And there's two moments that I can vividly remember that I started to lose my strength lose like that physical strength in my body. And one of those moments was after a skiing accident when I was living in Colorado and going through the process of physical therapy to remember how to use my body, my arm. I separated my shoulder pretty badly and it was months of work to be able to even be able to put my own hair up in a ponytail again. And I remember going through that experience and being so humbled by this temporary inability to use one of my arms, one of my hands for a lot of things, my shoulder. I couldn't raise my I could barely raise my arm above my waist. And I remember how humbling it was to learn to ask for help. And I remember how humbling and frustrating it was to lose strength and have to rebuild. And I remember the second time I really started to feel not strong in my body. And if I'm being completely honest, this is the moment that 
kind of for the last seven or so years, I feel like I've really lost a lot of that strength that I had had my whole life. And I've been slowly trying to rebuild that in different ways. So about seven years ago, I want to say, I became pretty obsessed with hiking 4,000 footers here in New Hampshire. I just moved back east and it was like a addiction. <laughs> it was an addiction getting on top of these mountains. And I found a hiking partner, a couple different hiking partners at the time. And I remember just the, the rush of starting to hike a huge mountain and being like, I don't know if I got this in me today. And then doing it in the rain, in the heat at 2 a.m. to get up to the top for sunrise. And if I remember correctly, I hiked over a dozen of the 4,000 footers in just a couple of months, maybe two months. And I was probably 25 at the time and had never really had any injuries other than that shoulder injury skiing, any like big injuries. And I really messed up my knee to the point where anytime I tried to walk down a mountain, I was in excruciating pain. And I put it off for a long time because I was obsessed And then it got to a point where I really just couldn't do it anymore. And I just kind of gave up on hiking for a bit. And then I gave up on a lot of things. I allowed myself to kind of sink into this belief system that maybe I just needed to be a little more quote unquote weak and know what it was like to still love myself in a as a different version of myself. And I know that sounds very strange. And it even sounds strange as I'm saying it out loud. But I remember feeling like so much of my life had revolved around being active and feeling strong in a lot of ways. And I I kind of wanted to know who I was if I just was a lot more still. If I was a lot more quiet and present and still in my body, who was I? It got to a point where I wasn't even doing very much yoga. I wasn't doing much at all. And what I learned was, yes, I could still love myself, which was a beautiful gift for me. And I learned that the gift of being able to move and build strength is such a gift And the ability to be active is such a gift that I had in a lot of ways taken for granted throughout a lot of my life. 
And it was something that I really missed. I really missed moving. Moving in more ways rather than just walking or driving or doing an occasional yoga class. Like, I really missed being in my body and feeling strong in my body and capable and confident and trying new things and pushing my limits. And this past year of 2023 was a year that I really committed to how much time I was spending mountain biking in a new way. Mountain biking is something that I got into in 2020 when I was living in my van and I was out in Colorado. I was in Telluride with some friends that I'd met on the road and they happened to have an extra bike one day and invited me to come along and I just remember loving it. Like I just absolutely loved it. I loved like biking in a new way. Biking is something that I've always just loved, like not anything crazy with biking, but just being on a bike and being able to be in the woods and on trails and off of the road and just use a bike in a new way and use my body in a new way and find strength in a new way and trust myself and trust a bike in a new way was something that I really just kind of fell in love with in that moment. And I had dabbled every season, every spring and summer for the last three or four years. And this year, I just decided that I wanted to make it more of a priority. And I found myself getting out on the bike almost every day, like three to four, five, six days a week sometimes. Sometimes I'd only go for 30 minutes, but it was so fun and important for me to set new goals for myself, new hills or new trails and try new things and watch myself get frustrated and watch myself be elated when I did something new and accomplished a goal that I had set out to do. And this was such a reminder for me that I am still strong, that I can still push my body in new ways and I can still try new things and I can still build strength and not only just strength in my body, but the strength of like my mind to try new things, whether that was with biking or whether that was in other things in my life this year, taking different things more seriously, trying to commit to things in a new way. It hasn't been easy for me at all, but I do feel like I've found a new sense of strength in my ability to commit to things in my life and to really give things a fair shot. And that's a a theme that I do hope to carry with me into this new year as well. So I'm curious what, if you take a moment to reflect on the year that we just transitioned from, thinking back on 2023 or or just a, a recent season of your life, 
Is there anything that comes up for you that you are proud of that feels like a theme that was pretty potent for you in this last season? And is it something you want to take with you moving into this new year? And as we transition, now that we are into the new year, I want to talk about a couple of themes that are coming through for me personally and some themes that feel also collective. For me in 2024, the two words that have repeatedly come to me in the last few weeks or months in preparation for moving into a new year are clarity and intention. And for me, clarity and this feeling of like knowing, almost like a certainty is something that I've craved for a while. Just like that feeling of like, I know, like, yes, this is, this is it. And I have that and have had that and different seasons in my life, but there's certain aspects of my life where I'm I'm feeling ready to to be clear to feel clear in my yeses and my nos to feel clear in there's no question for me that this is the choice and I think going along with that clarity is this idea of intention I can think of some people in my life who I feel like are very intentional with what they choose to buy, with how they choose to show up, with the words they use. I don't think anybody's perfect by any means. And it's not even to say that being somebody who is intentional is perfect, but I do feel like there is this simple like beauty to intentionality. I feel like we do a lot as humans where we we bring a surplus with us, right? Like we bring a surplus of words when we're over explaining. We spend a surplus of of money on things just to do it, right? Like do I need to buy that second latte today? And sure, if I want to, if you want to, hell yeah. More power to you, more power to me. I absolutely love that. And I know that there are moments when I think we do things just to fill the space or just to, to fill the, the discomfort of the unknown. It's like, I'm just going to do this because, yeah, why not? And I'm going to do this because I don't know what else to do right now. But what if we could linger in that unknown just a little bit longer? What if we could sit in that discomfort or that mystery just a little bit longer and wait for the clarity to arise. Wait to be clear on how we want to move forward, what we want to do in the next 30 seconds or in the next couple of hours or in the next week or what we really want to do about booking that trip or going to that party or buying that for dinner. I think if we give ourselves the opportunity to 
sit in the mystery or the unknown a little bit longer, then the clarity does come and then we have the ability to be more intentional with our thoughts, with our words, with our choices and our time. And that's something that I've personally felt coming through for me moving into 2024 as an intention moving into this next 12-month cycle. As for the rest of the themes that have been coming up for me for this year that do feel a bit collective, like I said, these have been some themes that I've seen in the channeled writing that I do for my daily wilder daily books and account on Instagram. And like I spoke about in the last podcast episode last week, a big theme has been birth and death, beginning and ending, cycles and finding the choice within us to begin again. This theme of beginning again has felt potent. As we move into this year, of course, that might seem a little obvious right now as it's just the beginning of the year. And of course, we are, quote unquote, beginning again. But taking that throughout the rest of the year, throughout each day, throughout each moment, It can be easy to forget that we have the ability, that we have the choice to begin again in any moment. We're sitting at traffic and we feel ourselves get angry or frustrated or impatient and we want to yell or we want to flip someone off or whatever it is. Rather than letting that momentum carry us. We have the choice to begin again. No matter how far our thoughts have gone down one road, we have the ability to take a deep breath and begin again and say, "Mm -mm, that's not the story I want to live. I want to live a story where I breathe deeply and I put my favorite song on and I enjoy being in traffic because I can. And I feel like as humans, we have so much going on in our minds. The thoughts that we have are out of this world. There's so many of them. And then add in the chaos of everything happening all around us. It's so easy to get swept up in all of it. But remembering throughout this year that you have the opportunity to begin again in any moment. The second collective theme that has been coming through for me is similar in a way. The theme is that the light always returns. And we see that in this time of the year right now, right? As we've gone through this winter solstice and We hit our shortest day of the year, shortest amount of light, and we see that the light is showing up in more 
and more. There's more light. Slowly we see that there's more light every day. And as we continue into winter and then into spring and then into summer, we have the obvious representation of the light always returns. We have this obvious representation when we wake up in the morning and the sun returns. We see this in the dark sky when the full moon returns, when the stars return to the sky every night. We see that the light always returns. When a light bulb goes out, we change it and the light still comes. We can light a match or a lighter, turn on the stove or the oven, turn our car lights on. In the dark, the light always returns and we have the ability to see that physically represented to us every day. And what if we could take that notion with us on a more internal level? When we have the hard days that feel dark, we feel like we're walking so deep through our shadows. Remembering and trusting that the light always returns. Sometimes it takes longer than we want and sometimes we have that choice, right? To begin again and be our own light. And sometimes we walk through hard seasons and we feel like we have to wait a bit. We always have light within us, but it does always get brighter. It does always return brighter than it is now if we are going through something hard. Remembering that feelings are always fleeting, emotions are always fleeting. And that in the dark, the light does always return. The third theme that has come through, or maybe this is the fourth, is perspective on the concept of in-between moments. A good way to look at this or feel into this or think about this is that space between an inhale and an exhale. When you inhale through your nose, hold and exhale out your mouth, hold and then inhale again. There is always, no matter how brief, there is always a pause, always an in-between moment between inhaling and exhaling, between every breath. I like that visualization, but we can also take it into so many other contexts. There is that in-between moment before going off on somebody in traffic. There's an in-between moment when you are in an argument with somebody you love. 
There's an in-between moment when your dog pulls you too hard one way. Who do you want to be in these in-between moments? I believe and I feel that so much of the magic of life happens in these in-between moments. It happens in the moments of not being or doing. I think it's a sacred space right there. In between inhale and exhale. When you're not so much doing anything and you're not so much being anything, but you just witness for a brief moment the sacredness of what lives in between it all. And I think a fun question to ask yourself this year or any time is who do you want to be in those in-between moments? And the final theme that has come through for me so far for the year of 2024 is who you've been is who you are becoming. Who you've been is who you are becoming. I feel as if we all have this similar light burning inside of us. It's this light of curiosity and it's this light of desire to know, to be known, to understand who we are and what's the point of being here. What does it all mean? I think on some level, we all have this curiosity. And I think sometimes it looks a little different than other times and it shifts from person to person. And I think depending on how much ego gets involved, this these questions can become about our job or our relationships or identities that we hold as beings. But maybe none of that actually matters when it comes to who you've been and who you are becoming. Perhaps who you've been and who you are becoming are no different. Perhaps it's the... Perhaps it's the extra layers of humanness, of identities, of feelings and titles and exploratory roles that we have throughout our lives, the masks that we wear, the identities that we share, the perceptions of ourselves and one another. Perhaps all of that is just a false sense of security and safety. And sure, it's fun. We love that. And also on a deeper level, perhaps it's all just an added layer that we must excavate through in order to understand that who we've been and who we are becoming are no different. It's how we take that light of curiosity and truth with us forward 
into our lives that really shapes the way we show up in the world. And then when we begin to realize that, we begin to understand that it's not about the titles, the roles, the careers, the relationships. That's all fun and important in its own way, but none of those things are who we've been. And none of those things are who we are. And none of those things are who we are becoming. Because at the core essence of it all, who we've been and who we are and who we are becoming is all the same. As we move into this year of 2024, an eight number, two, four, I wonder what you see for yourself. Who do you see yourself being, showing up each day? The year of 2024 being an eight year is a year of abundance. And what does that mean to you? What does abundance mean to you? What comes up for you when you think and feel into abundance? Is it about making money, being financially affluent? Or is abundance about the time you spend with the people you love? Is abundance about the art you create, the pleasure you feel, the joy you bring? Is abundance to you about the material objects or is it about the unexplainable mysteries of life? I wonder for you what abundance means and how you can take your interpretation of wealth, of abundance, of security, prosperity, light. How can you take that into this next year? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Finding Wilder. Thank you for being here with me. And if you have listened this far, I thank you. I thank you not only for your time, but for your curiosity to be here and to witness the art that moves through me that I feel called to share and also the curiosity to expand and explore through this lifetime. I'm wishing you a safe and healthy, abundant, joyful year filled with so much gratitude and goodness. Be kind, be loving, be bright, 
smile, laugh hard, and be with those you love. I hope you have the best dang day, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Finding Wilder. I hope wherever you are, you have the best dang day, and I hope that we can connect somewhere in the socials. You can find me at my website, MichaelaJean.com, on Instagram, Michaela.Jean, and I hope that we can connect soon, and I hope that you listen next week. Have the best dang day. Love ya. Bye.